Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more, with a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupan's on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove, and at Zupan's.com. Eat well, put taste first, love your food. Ringside Hospitality Group. Owned by the Peterson family for nearly 75 years, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape. And Ringside Fish House, in the heart of downtown, boasts the freshest seafood and an exceptional wine list. Both serve the world-famous onion rings that James Beard claimed to be the best he's ever had. Visit ringsidesteakhouse.com and ringsidefishhouse.com and make a reservation today. Join right at the Four Coast Chris Angeles for once-in-a-lifetime trips this fall to eat and sip your way through Sicily, Mexico City, and PFA's famous trip with Italo chef Jose Chesa to Barcelona. See the exciting itineraries at portlandfoodadventures.com and find Chris's contact information there too. If you love food and travel, these trips are for you. And make sure to check in on local PFA events. And by San Pellegrino. Iconic, fresh, sparkling water with extraordinary Italian heritage is a refreshing way to enhance any dining experience. Ask for San Pellegrino by name next time you're having a great meal. Ever since its founding in 1899, San Pellegrino has been a premium brand synonymous with style. It is time once again for Portland's Food Scene Podcast, right at the Fork Soundbite Edition, with your host Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures, and of court, of court, course, yes, court from the radio, which would now be Kink.fm. That's right, and we're here in the studios of Alpha Media as well. That's we, where we record this podcast. Exactly right. It makes it easy for me. Yeah, I just disappear for a little bit in, into this closet we call a studio. And I enjoy and I enjoy coming in from wherever I am. And we have Brooke Jackson Glidden here with us, uh, the new Eater editor. You're not really new. You're uh, you're a month or two into it now, right? I'm right about a month and a half in. Okay, so good. I'm getting well, cozy. That's, that's still new. Yeah. But uh, Brooke came in to join us. We, you'll look for her uh, long form interview that will have run right at the end of April last week. Um, but we wanted to have Brooke here to talk to us about the things that have excited her most in her one and a half months tenure at Eater so far, what she's discovered that's been great, and also what she is looking forward to going forward. Um, what's the openings, the new things, the new things that are happening? It doesn't necessarily have to be a new restaurant. Who's doing something new? So, Brooke, thank you. Hi. And we're limited, a little limited on time because we took a lot of time. Oh, hi. We took a lot of time um, on your, a little more than usual, because it was so fascinating to hear your thoughts on your new job and where you came from and college, which was way closer to your experience than my college. <laughs> I'm a baby. Yes. Um, and a little bit in courts, too. Um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, the surprises. Like, you, you had some experience in the Portland market. You've eaten here. Your boyfriend's here. 
you right. of course if you live in uh, Salem you're going to get to Portland and you love food you're going to get yeah. to Portland and I you know I was lucky I got to cover uh, Portland as a travel writer for both the Globe and the Arizona Republic so I was doing some travel stuff um, in Portland so you know hitting the obvious spots and getting those kind of you know, if you're here for 24 hours, where do you visit kind of stories? I love those because yeah. I get asked all the time right. those same things. So it's good to be able to to have it all written out. I've got to look for those articles. As a matter of sure. fact, they're probably too old. But this fresh in late April, early May, um, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you've discovered in the last month and a half since you've been here that excited you? Well, you know, it's I came at the perfect time to cover Portland because, God, April was opening crazy. We had so many openings, um, which meant that there was a lot of new stuff to cover and, and stuff to try. Um, I love Palomar, the new um, Ricky Gomez joint. It's really great in terms of cocktails. And I love a daiquiri. There's something so fun and accessible about one. But these are so well made that... Honestly, I see it as kind of a hangout. Um, I'm probably going to end up there a lot. And there are a lot of on the menu. I went there, too. Yeah. Um, who recommended it? Anyway, we ended up there mm-hmm. from, we were at Enoteca Nostrana, which you're probably going to mention. Very excited about. Yeah, it's and, <laughs> uh, and someone said, we were just looking for a bite to eat and ran over to Palomar. It was, it was great. And it's a nice casual spot. Yeah. And parking's a little easier over there. Right. That's an important thing for me because I'm driving all the time. Yeah, me too. I have to stop driving because I'm a terrible parker. So it's sort of like I end up wasting time like today trying to find somewhere to park. But um, I wanted to, you jump, mentioned Enoteca Nostrana. I'm so excited about um, Enoteca and also all of the places that have decided to be really educational in their um, approach to wine. So I love wine. I was part of the reason I came to Salem when I was in Salem was to cover the Willamette Valley. I love the Eolamity Hills, um, which is the sub-ABDA right there. Um, and I think that this way of teaching people first um, is so great because um, I think it was Austin Bridges over at um, Enoteca that said uh, wine is a perfectly made cocktail. It's, it's you know, everything that you want and it it's captures place so well. So it's going to be really exciting to teach people in a really fun way about wine and what's so amazing and fun and actually not that inaccessible about wine. Um, to a market that's still getting used to it a little bit. I think, I just talked to him the other day. We're yeah. doing an event there. I yeah. may as well say it on May 23rd. So we have tickets available to experience Enoteca Nostrana and Chef Devin Chase's uh, food um, along with Austin. So I ran into him yeah. the other day and, you know, I haven't seen him since he was at DOC. And I will say this, that I'm not a wine person. I mm-hmm. just And I enjoy it sometimes, but it's not top of my yeah. mind. He made... The experience at DOC, he rounded it out. The food was great there, but he rounded it out so that it was theater. Yeah. Um, and I always enjoyed it. And whenever anybody would ask me about wine, I would always, that would be in the conversation. Or, of course, DOC for a romantic mm-hmm. night. But now, also, you, it opens up Nostrana, which he's also worked. He's not just at Enoteca Nostrana. Yeah. He's also at Nostrana. Austin Morris Bridges, we're talking about, if we yep. just mentioned his first name. Yep. So anyway, I'm sorry. No, but that's totally right. And it's totally where I'm where I'm coming from. I think that, you know, and there are some people who've been doing that for a chunk of time. I think Southeast Wine Collective is a great place if you want to sort of get to know wine a little bit more. But it's fun to have it in a place 
that is also a place to hang out on a, you know, you can do that at Southeast Wine Collective, but it's a dinner spot. It's, you know, so I like that Enoteca Nostrana does that. Canard is doing that a little bit as well, which is really great. Um, Have you been yet? It just opened last week. I haven't. I went to Eugene for my mother's birthday, but I'm going tonight. Um, So I'm excited. I'm going Thursday. Yeah. Um, Really pumped. And, you know, honestly, um, it's on the site now, but... um, it's been interesting to hear people talking about it because I think that the reception has been overall really positive and it's also become kind of a wine industry hangout. Like I've been seeing a lot of people post on Instagram and stuff like that saying like either people who like from, you know, distilleries or, or um, wineries, they're all kind of hanging out at um, Canard because it's well, Andy knows his Andy stuff. knows everyone and also Andy knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to actually have some wine. Um, from that list because I just I really love him and I, I love that bartender um, I am spacing on his name right now but he's also at uh, Little Bird and I always feel like I have a great interesting new cocktail every time I go to Little Bird I'm spacing on it too because yeah. I know who you're talking about God, it's going to drive me crazy oh. um, <laughs> but yeah I've been really liking to see how people cover wine it's also so funny to see how many people are doing Italian food right now um, considering you know, I mean, when I was a kid, I would come up and go to Genoa and Pazzo, and neither of those restaurants exist anymore. But there is, for some reason, just this wave of Italian food and Italian restaurants opening. So it's been kind of nice because, you know, everyone likes pasta. If you don't like pasta, I think you're probably either a... Oh, I shouldn't say that. Go ahead. I was going to say, if you We like, need a little controversy on this podcast. If you don't like pasta, you're probably a cop. Was what I was gonna say, which nothing against cops. Oh God! Um, well, they're just—they're just. Oh, I'm not gonna say it. Um, I'll let you go with that. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> I, and I just got a $270 ticket, so I'm not gonna add Me that. Me too. To it. I feel like everyone's getting tickets right now. Fucking Manzanita! I got a, for going through a stop sign, which I did. Which I just—it it was. I did. I stopped. I just didn't stop all the way. Rolling stop. Mm. Rolling stop. Mm. And, no, and then he tells me, sorry, but then he tells me, well, you know, the judge is usually pretty good with people, with local people. So if your record is good, you know, and I'm thinking, why don't you just rip this up right now? Why do we, why do I have to go through that? Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, it's totally been mine. I had to do traffic school, which it's like the online thing. And that's why it doesn't go on your, your, um, your record. I've already done insurance. that a couple of times. It's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. The like online traffic school. I think I posted oh, online, a little bit on that's Twitter. Great. Well, I'll, it's, do, I'll do that. They go like portrait of an aggressive driver and it's just like a, a like stock image of a guy like angry standing next to a car. It's do you great. think as, as editor of Eater, do you think if I walk into the judge and tell him I was, I was a little late to go into a towel in Portland that he might give me a little leeway? You know, uh, you could try it. No no promises, but, you know, I would if get you it. Were if the I judge, were a judge. Yeah, you would get it. You have Zeusman as your judge. Um, okay, so uh, I don't know if you were done with what's excited no, you so fine. far. that's fine. That's exciting. What about opening up in the next four, three or four months? What are you looking forward so to? So now that we're sort of the Italian and wine sort of settling a little bit, there's some really cool stuff that's opening uh, this spring. I'm really excited for Kachka, too. Um, I am... Pumped to have a place, you know, I love Kachka, but getting in um, can be, it has, it requires a little bit of planning. Um, so I'm excited to be able to, you know, get lunch and maybe even kind of explore Russian cooking, you know, with that sort of market side of things. Um, I'm obsessed with Maya Lovelace. My family's from North Carolina, so I love that style of uh, Southern cooking. So being able to have something that's so regional um, 
here is going to be so great. And I've had her food. I'm really excited to have something that I can just, I'm like, oh God, it's late. I just want a bucket of fried chicken. I can do that. So I'm really excited for Yonder. I'm really excited for May to have a home um, that's a little bit more stable. And um, Magna is, I think, probably my number one right now. I'm so when excited is, when about When is it. Carlo opening that? Carlo La Magna, who we min- mispronounced for two years or a year. I called him Carlo. I'm not even going to call attention to that. Why? Would you please take <laughs> that just, out? I'll just cut this right yeah, out. Yeah, please take that out. But when is, uh, when is that opening? Um, as far as, so we asked about it when we were working on our anticipated openings thing. And he goes, I'll talk to you in a while. He's like, I've got to figure it out. So, um... I'm going to be, I'm doing those emails now of like, okay, I'm ready for an update. Give me something. So I will hopefully have that very, very soon um, in terms of an opening date. But he just got um, some extra cookware from the Star Chef's Gala thing for the Art of Presentation Award, I guess. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that will expedite the process a little bit. But I'm very, very excited about it. You weren't at that gala when I brought in my puppy. You had left already. No, really? Yeah. The very small one. He was a hit, man. He saw, uh, he was, anyway, he was great. <laughs> the, the little fluff dog, yes. So, yeah. um, anything else? Um, yes, I think those three are the main hits right now. I'm just waiting patiently for a lot of those pop-ups to get brick and mortars. Um, I really like Buna over at um, Culmination Brewing. I'm hoping they find a spot pretty soon. Um, and I am forgetting the name, but the Guamanian uh, pop-up. Um, in town. Don't I'm, look for me for that help. <laughs> no, but I'm definitely looking for that. And I have a tip that I can't go public with yet, but you should probably, hopefully, we'll see it on the site this week um, about a very exciting restaurant that is um, an out-of-town opening an out- outpost um, that, if true, because I've gotten some tips, I haven't w- had it confirmed from anyone a, there there's yet. There's a week between now and when this is going to run. So, mm, Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm hearing rumors about something. I can't go public with it yet, but it probably will be public by the time this runs and you will know what I'm talking about. But it is, if you know anything about me and my, I, I love dumplings, this is going to be a big dumpling spot. Hopefully a lot more exciting than uh, Yonkang Street. We'll just consider that a big dumpling tease. There we go. All, and I a big have, restaurant tease. I have plenty of teases. Yeah. So, so <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to tease a couple of things unless you have anything sure, else. Sure, please do it. Are you done? I think I got it. You got it. your list? Yeah. Check out Eater as soon as you hear this. Yay. Brooke, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so... It's been a pleasure. And you know, you worked hard to get here. We know. You came up from Eugene. <laughs> yeah. We had a little food poisoning last week, so we couldn't uh, do it last week. So I Sounds re- like Russell has it now. Michael Russell does. Does so. he really? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? Um, we didn't go together, but I think it might have been a bug, because it sounds like it's going around. Okay. Well, let's yeah. hope we're... Let's hope that's it, and yeah. you've gotten it, and that's it. So, yeah. we, uh, I've got the I've got the the new eater bug. I'm looking forward to <laughs> seeing what you're going to put out there. Absolutely, Thanks. I'm excited too. Thanks. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX, or on Facebook at Right at the Fork, or online at RightAtTheFork.com. 